Welcome to the Traffic Masters Show. Each week, Traffic Masters explores the lifeblood of your business, generating traffic, turning visitors into leads, and conversion strategies. Mastering traffic and conversion allows you to grow a business you love and live the life of your dreams. Welcome to the show. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Traffic Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Grave, the Dean and Founder of Directions University at DirectionsUniversity.com, calling in live this week from Bonita Springs, Florida, as I do each week on Tuesday at noon Eastern. We have got one great show lined up for you guys today, provided I am able to find our guest. Jack, I'm going to have to take a minute here and see if I can't go find him real quick. Can you... uh, well, let me introduce you properly. My co-host is Jack Humphrey, the Associate Dean of Directions University. Jack's calling in from Richmond, Indiana. Jack, you want to dance for a couple minutes while I see if I can't get our guest real quick? Be right back. Yes. And good thing you introduced me properly because I don't make appearances without proper introductions. So thanks for that. <laughs> Well, we got a lot of stuff going on. Man, 2015's really come out swinging. Either we've come out swinging or 2015's come out swinging. I think we're all swinging. But uh, I just realized yesterday it was 60 days till spring. 60 days till spring. And I was just, it seems like five minutes ago, dreading winter. Back in uh, September, I think it was, my first inkling that winter was coming, which also means uh, Game of Thrones, for those of you who are Game of Thrones fans. Anyway, master of digressions. (laughs) One of the things we would love to have any of our listeners do, if you have a website of your own, which I'm hoping that you do, because why would you be listening to this show at all if you didn't, is there's a little embed code. If you go up and just look up the page that you're on now, possibly if you're on a Blog Talk Radio page uh, listening to this uh, now, um, or if you go to Blog Talk Radio, better yet, go to askggg.com forward slash radio, askggg.com forward slash radio. You can go and uh, at the top of uh, any page on our channel, you can see this little embed code thing. If you click on it, you get a little player, and you can add really, really cool content to your site anywhere you want. Uh, kind of uh, use it to drive traffic to your own site. And the way you would do that is I was just listening to I'm, – I'm paraphrasing here. I was just listening to Scott Patton, uh, uh, a master of podcasting on, on Blog Talk Radio, more specifically on Traffic Masters. And uh, you can make a little story about that. It's content. So you can also bring uh, your take, takeaways back to your blog and talk about any of the shows that we have each week and use that uh, as a way to drive traffic back to your own site. Not to us, to your own site. And you can just cite the new uh, episode or whatever episode that you're, you're highlighting. And of course, if anybody came to our show and subscribed and started listening, well, that would be great. But that's what's called a mini content JV, a joint venture between you and us. And you get something really, really good out of it, something to talk about and something for them to bite into because they'll be able to listen to that episode. You can embed individual episodes of Traffic Masters on your site. And so that's a kind of cool way, quick way to drive traffic 
And uh, think of all the different ways you could you could do that. One of the things that um, we're doing now is uh, just highlighting other people's content and uh, kind of giving our own spin to it, putting our own two cents in. So that might be a video from YouTube that could be related to your industry, related to what you've been talking about lately on your blog uh, or on social, and then giving your own slant to it and seeing how that you know hits people. Um, so. One that's of the a really things that's really good about that is, Jack. yeah. Keep well, going. I've been doing a lot of it lately. I thought I'd just let them know. <laughs> One of the things that that does is it helps you position you with thought leaders in the market that have a bigger following than you do, or it can if you use this following uh, system. Go out and find the biggest celebrity in your niche. Who is the biggest one? If you're in self-help, maybe you would look at Tony Robbins or Wayne Dyer or somebody like that. And if you're in any niche, you always have some kind of a Tony Robbins figure in that niche. You have to because if your niche was worth going into in the first place, it should have that kind of uh, industry celebrity around it. Otherwise, it's probably very, very hard to monetize in that niche or get traffic for it. There have to be a lot of people interested in it. And whenever there's a lot of people interested in something, somebody always comes out as a celebrity. So, you know, if you're in the entertainment business, then wow, you've got you've got George Clooney. So, talk about George Clooney in relation to what you do. Um, but uh, whoever that is, and there's usually several people uh and all kinds of up and coming people that that aren't such huge celebrities, uh you put your content next to them, you use their name. You say what George Clooney thinks about uh three-legged stools. Or George Clooney just walked into a Santa Fe uh, workshop and bought all of their three-legged stools. And you happen to be a three-legged stool specialist, and people come to you for your advice and your wisdom on three-legged stool building. Then you've got George Clooney, and you've got people out there searching cross-interests. They're interested in George Clooney, and they're interested in three-legged stools, and here you are, the only person probably on the planet that has an article about George Clooney and three-legged stools. Wonderful. Number one in Google. Now that search phrase might not bring you more than, I don't know, five hits a month, but those would be some extraordinarily targeted people, wouldn't they? Wouldn't you know exactly what they were after when they hit your site? <laughs> so they probably would be very targeted and very uh, keen on hearing you know, what you have as far as uh, an opt-in offer or a product or a service after they've read such an article. That's, they're having such a hard time finding any George Clooney three-legged stools enthusiasts out there. <laughs> and that's just a little blog post that will do good for you after you've promoted it out on social media forever and ever and ever. I remember when I was number one for the term, get ready, the term video sites, literally video sites. There were um, billions of results for that term because it's so generic. And I even found a way to monetize it. But I couldn't believe that I was ahead of YouTube and Vimeo and uh, Google Video at the time. Uh, just it was insane. And I enjoyed a huge, huge amount of traffic. Now, a lot of it was people looking for, uh, literally looking for generically video sites, new video sites that weren't uh, normal uh, sites that were not famous sites. So I had a top 50 list. And um, but the people that some portion of the people that were coming to the site were actually uh, marketers 
And so that's how I monetized the post, and that was called my $400 post. I made $400 a month for many, many months, for years off of that post. And I just had an affiliate link for, I think it was for, yeah, it's for Traffic Geyser, which helped marketers take their videos and syndicate them all over the web. Had a really, really neat piece of software as a service. And um, so, yeah, $400 post, and that just goes on and on and on and on, and they were always uh, coming and seeing that I had a newsletter and all of that. There was a bunch of extra traffic, uh, but, you know, that was fine. It was like fishing with a great big net, and uh, it was neat to score for video sites. And I didn't do any of the trickery that I mentioned before. So nowadays when you want to score for something really, really big, you got to pull out all the stops, and one of the stops might be uh, attaching your content to an upcoming movie that that only really isn't even being advertised yet. You see it in Variety magazine before everybody else and uh, uh, was really talking about it, and you prep the search engines for you being number one for that term when it comes out. People are going to start doing searches, and so you make sure that you're attached to uh, – Jack, I uh, think the we might actually for that movie, have our guest with us. Sorry to interrupt. Do we okay. have Ryan with well, us? To be continued. Can you guys hear me? We can hear Hello. you. Yay! Yes. Oh my gosh. We've made connections. How are you? <laughs> Why don't you give him the proper introduction that he is due? I will. Hi, Ryan. Hey, uh, I'm hold on so sorry second. for the technical challenges I've been having. <laughs> I have been frantically trying to get on this. I am so happy to be here. Oh, Ryan, well, they call me better late try to get than on never from all over the world. <laughs> what this just goes to show you is that you can still be successful in business even if you are completely technically inept, at least, a, or, uh, at least achieve a certain degree of success. <laughs> I don't believe you're that technically inept. I know that Blog Talk Radio makes it sometimes hard to get on, so we'll give you that. Let's blame it on the computers. They have no emotions, and uh, they don't care. <laughs> Better than my so, right, well, deck. I usually blame it on sunspots. Yeah, sunspots. There's probably some planets lining up in a weird way right now. We but we got all kinds of excuses you can use, Ryan. Don't blame yourself. So did you, let, let me ask no you, speaking of, speaking of sunspots, and I don't know if this is true or not. You two are more in the know than I am. Did you see that article about the planetary alignment that took place in early January that there was a, I think, a 30-second window that if you jumped in that 30 seconds, that <laughs> instead of taking 0.2 seconds to land, it would take like four seconds, and you'd have a momentary feeling of weightlessness? Did you, either of you see that article? I did. Yes, and how did that... How did that work out for you? I hope you didn't jump. <laughs> well, I missed the window, but uh, you brought up the idea of sunspots. It reminded me. I'm just deathly curious. Has anybody tried it, and was it just a shy hoax, <laughs> or did it actually work? And I'm skeptical, so it was, of course uh, I'm thinking, yeah. It was, it was an article on, uh, on an equivalent of the Onion um, <laughs> news site. And it got picked up, and everybody was sitting around. You're going to be able to, for five minutes, you were going to be able to be to experience weightlessness because of the right, planetary right. alignments. And right, right. I, I'm worried. I'm really worried, Ryan, about people's ability to um, 
absorb any absurd thing in the world and just run with it and go, you know what? It was. I mean, remember the old people used to say, I read it in a book, so it must be true. And now the kids these days are, I saw it on the Internet, so it must be true. But it's What's the same kind of thing. It's people. like, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. Well, it, that, it's but that so works true. good for somebody who's really good in uh, sales funnels and lead generation and everything. Maybe there's something to learn here. No, absolutely, and and I know we'll get get to the um, kind of the meat of what we're talking about, but I think there's a really interesting marketing lesson in this, and that's so what's interesting is what's interesting is that these ideas can spread, right? And even something as ludicrous as that, when you see it in a certain context, it instantly becomes believable. Just like when I saw that for the first time, you know, of course, if I had seen that in a, in a website like The Onion, I'm going to look at that and I'm going to laugh. But if I see it on something like you know Science America maybe a site that I'm not familiar with, I don't know if it's a, a real site or if it's a hoax site, I see that and I see everybody posting about it, immediately, for at least for a period of time, there's this uh, momentary belief. And the interesting marketing lesson behind this is I'm, I'm connected with someone who has a very large marketing agency and his biggest, client, his biggest clients are foreign governments. Foreign governments that want to portray a certain image to the world, and in many cases to the United States, to project themselves as a positive tourist destination. So I don't want to give the exact uh, country name just to protect the confidence of it, but we'll just say it's a country that's south of the United States but north of Argentina in that uh, sort of Central America, South America spectrum. And that's one of this gentleman's clients, and this country was having a hard time bringing Americans to uh, uh, come uh, visit the resorts and spend money and blah, blah, blah. So they embarked on this massive campaign to just dispel all those truths really about the country and reframe the country as a safe tourist destination. And it was one of the most successful marketing campaigns in the country's history. And it just goes to show you the power of marketing, how you can massively change people's views and perspectives, especially when presented in the right context. So if anybody in the call... Uh, did the weightlessness jump thing? Don't feel bad because uh, at least for a period of time, I thought the thing was real. So, marketing is powerful. That's the lesson. Hey, let's yeah, tell everybody who they're listening to. <laughs> sure. So, so Ryan Levesque so, is on with us today on Traffic Masters, and he is well known for creating online lead and sales flow models. A funnel guy. I call this guy a funnel guy. Maybe maybe he can correct me, uh, but I love the word funnel guy. Most notably, his survey funnel formula is known to many simply as the funnel specialist. Hey, I was close. Funnel guy, funnel specialist. He's generated over 2.8 million leads, 175,000 customers across 19 different markets, and that was just in the last 23 months alone. Ryan has been called a conversion genius by marketers like boardroom EVP Brian Kurtz. His understanding of psychology of customer – hey, look, look at this – his understanding of the psychology of consumer persuasion is a natural outgrowth of his having studied and taught neuroscience at Brown University. No wonder you like this stuff. <laughs> it's an obsession. What can we say? It's all coming together now. Exactly. exactly. All right. Well, cool. that's, that's so that everybody knows who the heck we're talking to. And Ryan, so welcome officially to Traffic Masters. And I wanted to get started by maybe laying some groundwork here, uh, you're, and we can continue to talk about this power in general. And just, I, you know, one of the things that we were talking about earlier was associating yourself with 
um, you know, celebrity or anything else, you know, and, and running a piece of content through the eyes of a George Clooney kind of thing or a figure if you're in, you know, uh, self-help or whatever, uh, talk about what Tony Robbins thinks about what you're just about to say and then say what you want to say. And then now you've got the keywords and the borrowed uh, credibility of Tony Robbins in your content. And what I didn't get to was uh, current events. You can do the same thing. You can attach your content to current events. So yes. don't just talk about what it is that you do and the technical things that you do on your next blog post. Tie it to something that's in the news, like people jumping up and down trying to be weightless due to a uh, marketing gimmick uh, by some brilliant person that finally found the the, or the fine line between incredulity and belief and really actually sure. got everybody to believe that thing. So we didn't do that, but that is a lot of what we're, what we're talking about here. I wanted to find out, first of all, though, what is your definition of uh, a sales funnel formula? What, where, where do you pick up and end up or, or leave off when it comes to sales funnels and generating leads and traffic and things? Sure. Um, you know, I think that's a great question because it's a sales funnel, marketing funnel, a funnel in general, I feel like is one of these buzzwords that it means a hundred different things to a hundred different people. So for our conversation today, let me at least just give you kind of the way I look at a sales funnel, what it means to me, and that'll kind of help frame what we talk about. So in in my world, from my perspective, a sales funnel is really nothing more than the set of steps that you want someone to take to go from being someone who has no idea who you are and what your business does to becoming a customer. And oftentimes, that isn't just a single step. There is a series of pre-motivated or premeditated steps that you want someone to take to go from A to B, and a sales funnel is nothing more than taking that person through, those ser through that series of steps. And in the context of our conversation today, we can focus that on what that looks like online. So someone goes to Google, types in a term, how to improve my memory, has never heard of your business before, and then through a series of steps that you want them to take, eventually becomes a customer and buys your product on how to improve their memory. It sounds neat and clean. And isn't that exactly how it always works? They just find out, they go through your funnel, and they just buy. Or is there yeah, a little I mean, bit more to it than that? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, of course, it's like most things in life, it's, it's uh, nothing happens exactly how we want it to happen or how we expect it <laughs> to happen. So if you have a thousand prospective customers, maybe a certain percentage of them follow the series of steps exactly as you've laid it out. So maybe a series of steps might be something like they search on a keyword, uh, you have an advertisement that pops up. For example, the reason why I use memory improvement, we have a, a business in the memory improvement space. It's called Rocket Memory. Uh, leverages that background in neuroscience that we brought up, and we have a series of courses that help people improve their memory. So in that business, an example might be someone searches on a keyword, how to improve memory. They click on an ad that says, looking to improve your memory, click here for free memory improvement tips. They click on that ad, they get to a landing page. The landing page gives them a little bit of information and asks them for, uh, you know, to uh, give us their name and email in exchange for a free course. And then after that, after we have their name and email, we send them a series of emails um, that are designed to warm them up to buy our paid product, and then eventually a, por a portion of people might purchase. 
So that's the exact path as we've lined it up. But to your point, in terms of how it might not play out exactly, is, for example, maybe someone gets five emails, but they don't open any of them. And then email number six comes and it says, hey, course is on sale, check it out, and then they buy the course. So they've gone through our sales funnel, but they haven't taken action or they haven't experienced the whole thing as we've lined it up. They've only experienced a fraction of it, but it's still gotten the job done. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. So what... Yeah, and then sometimes people might come and not read all of the emails that were designed to get them to buy, and then they read one that's a little bit further down the road, and they um, they don't get interested in it because they didn't go through the process. Is that possible as well? That's something that we account for. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or they do all the steps. They do ex everything according to the book, according to script. They open up every email. They read every email. They click on every link, and then you you think, okay, if they've done all this, if I've given them all this education and I put an offer in front of them, they're going to buy, but they still don't buy. So that happens as well. Yeah, we call those weirdos at that point. Those are just, <laughs> that's just weirdos. Yeah. We have a percentage of weirdo that goes through our funnels, and then we just uh, chalk it up to that, scientifically. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so exactly. back to this whole idea of, of the power of marketing. So that's that's funnel marketing, that's that's the flow that you put someone into and you gently bring them on, you entice them with really great content that they're very, very interested in, pushing buttons of of interest there and they start to go, wow, this person is really great at doing something, whatever that might be, I'm going to keep reading, I'm going to keep opening emails, oh, there's a product, wow, that's really cool, a memory thing, I'm just so into that, I, I want to check this out, and this person is really cool, I trust them. Uh, I respect them, so I'm going to go check this out. This looks just as good as the content I've been consuming. Wow, uh, let me push the purchase button. But uh, what are the kinds of things that you do on a regular basis to generate content that drives people? I mean, part of the content is advertising, of course, but even advertising nowadays has to be somewhat entertaining or interesting or something other than, hey, come buy my memory product or, hey, come get on my list to uh, get five tips for, you know, improving your memory. So that can be yep. content too, just the advertising. But do you guys do anything else outside of that to uh, drive traffic? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and probably what I'm best known for, what our unique approach to sales funnels, is that we incorporate surveys and quizzes in a very unique way that's unlike what anybody else really does. So let me give you an example. I don't know if you saw the infographic that came out not too long ago. It was an infographic put out by BuzzFeed. And BuzzFeed published the top headlines in terms of all the articles that they had put out in the past year and which headlines got the most shares, the most likes, the most engagement. And they ranked them. And they grouped together combinations of uh, I think it was three words. So basically three-word combinations that were most effective in generating interest. Are you, did you see the infographic? Are you familiar with it? Yes, I think I know the one that you're talking about, actually. So I so always the, love to see good stuff about headlines and any kind of stats that people have on their their best headlines for sure. So, the, so it, that's great. And so, so the top one, if you remember, the top – headline, the three-word combination, 
that got the most interest, and it was head and shoulders over the number two, was Character Are You. And Character Are You, if you're not familiar, what those headlines look like are all those headlines around what Harry Potter Potter character are you? What Disney princess are you? What, you know, Breaking Bad character are Mm -hmm. you? And the question then becomes, well, A, that's interesting, but how do you profit from that? How do you integrate that in your marketing and build a sales funnel around it? Well, what's interesting is that's exactly what we do. So when I say surveys and quizzes, what we do is, as a front-end process to our sales funnel, is generally speaking, we put people through some sort of survey or quiz that's designed to do a couple different things. Number one, we frame it in such a way that it's very interesting for the person to take it in the same way that someone wanting to take one of those quizzes to find out what Harry Potter character are you or you know, what Disney princess does your dog look like or whatever. Um, we use that same concept, which people love, but uh, we use it in a way that sells our products. And so we talked about the fact that we're in, um, I think it's 21 different markets now, ranging from dog training to uh, memory improvement to golf instruction, tennis instruction, business funding, weight loss, fitness, um, survival. And we'll talk about the su- survival market in a moment because you brought up a really good point about leveraging current events that I think will be um, really interesting. It's, uh, and what we do in each of those markets is exactly what I'm about to describe, which is using surveys and quizzes. So we use the surveys and quizzes to get people into our world, and they answer a series of questions that are designed to do a couple things. Number one, we use the answers to funnel people into one of several possible paths, depending on how they answer the questions, and that might be we recommend a different product, based on how they answer the questions. It might mean we sell one product, but we position it in one of several ways. So we have different sales letters, different video sales letters, based on how they answer uh, questions in a survey. And then we also capture the survey data so we can use it to slice and dice our uh, email follow-up marketing and our back-end marketing as well. So for example, if we ask someone, are you a man or a woman, as one question, and we might ask, uh, what's your age? Are you in your 30s, 40s, 50s, or 60s? When we have that information, we can use that to, for example, uh, only expose a certain percentage of our audience with a certain offer. So if we have an offer for a low T product, a low testosterone product, we might only expose that to the men who are between their, in their 40s and 50s on our market, but the women who are in their 20s are never going to see that offer if we're offering it, say, for example, uh, 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 through email marketing. Um, So there are a number Mm -hmm. of different things that we do, but by and large what we're doing is we're putting people through surveys and quizzes to find out enough information about them to customize our marketing, and then we use the data that we gather in the uh, segmentation and follow-up marketing, and we frame the quizzes and surveys in such a way that people really want to take them in the same way that people really want to take those, in my opinion, silly, you know, what Disney character are you type quizzes. So you have, you're partially responsible for our social feeds being so clogged up at times with viral, uh, (laughs) I'm this, what are you guys, what are you? And then that, which I think is really brilliant. I I hadn't talked to anybody, you know, who's, 
specifically doing those things the way that you're doing them for the reasons that you're doing them for the marketing. I just figured, oh, some bloggers out there doing a viral one to get traffic or whatever, which is essentially true anyway. But man, yep. those things go crazy. Are you talking? Do you guys have the same social sharing mechanisms uh, in your quizzes that we see when somebody's trying to figure out whose dog looks like Harry Potter? Right. Uh, there, there's definitely a component that social share. The difference is where one of those um, uh, uh, quizzes that were kind of mass market oriented, more fam- you know, we're all familiar with. The end game is exactly mm. what you described. It's just to get a bunch of traffic, a bunch of eyeballs to a page so the, the advertisers can sell advertising on their site. Get a bunch of people to a, a Harry Potter a quiz site, and then you know things about Harry Potter viewers. Like they might have an affinity towards um, you know, different products and services that can be advertised. What we do differently, and I'll give you an example, is we actually sell a product related to the answer of the survey or quiz. So, for example, in one of our markets, we have something called weight loss type. So, what is your weight loss type? And we developed a construct where there are actually four different weight loss types. And the reason why most people who have struggled to lose weight haven't lost weight is because they actually take an approach that's not appropriate for their type. And each of our four weight loss types corresponds to a hormone. And, see, for all of us, we have the same hormones in our body that are responsible for whether or not we uh, lose weight. And everybody has at least one hormone that's predominantly the one that's out of balance. And it's all about identifying which of your weight loss hormones is most out of balance that's going to determine what type of weight loss solution, whether that's supplement or exercise or foods that you should eat, that is appropriate for you. So in our case, we help people, we take people through a quiz that's called the weight loss type quiz to identify what their weight loss type is. And then from there, we sell them a a supplement that is uh, designed to help people with that particular weight loss type. So for example, if someone's a type A weight loss type, that means that their hormone that's predominantly out of balance is a hormone known as adiponectin. It's a hormone that most people are not familiar with, and that's uh, uh, and that's fine. Um, uh, and once you identify uh, uh, it, that, you're, that adiponectin is likely the hormone that's most out of balance, the question then becomes, well, what do you do about it? And we have a solution that helps people with that. And that's directly uh, opposed to someone who might be a type G weight loss type, which is someone whose primary hormone that's out of balance is, 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 is a hormone called ghrelin, um, which has different effects on the body. And the way we figure that out, the way we figure out what weight loss type you are and what hormone is predominantly out of balance is by asking you a series of questions about your body shape, about the food cravings that you tend to have, about how stress impacts your behavior. All of these things are leading indicators of what your type might be. And it's essentially basically playing doctor. Uh, not playing doctor in, a, uh, in an in- irresponsible way. Playing doctor, I mean, that's the process that we're going through, where we're asking a series of questions, no different than if you go see a doctor and he says, uh, well, tell me a little bit about the pain that you're experiencing. We ask a little bit about a person's situation, and then based on the answers, we give them a recommendation for what's a good fit for them. And that, in a nutshell, is really what we do in market after market, and we've 
you know, we've generated um, at this point over 3 million leads and over 200,000 customers um, and millions and millions and millions, of, uh, over $100 million in revenue across all the markets that we, we've been doing this in for a period of years. Wow. Wow. Well, thanks so much for sharing that. Holy cow. I, that kind of feels like when I'm listening to it that I'm not supposed to be listening to you say that. <laughs> like there's somebody in a room somewhere that's about to tap you on the shoulder really hard and, and just put their <laughs> finger across their uh, throat. <laughs> well, what's, what's interesting is so I've been doing this for about uh, 10 years, and and this really was – you bring up a great point because this – up until now, this was really and truly, um, you know, Ryan's secret family recipe um, responsible for our, all our success. And then last year, I realized that we could make a much bigger impact by – we have an opportunity to change the way business is conducted online, where right now, this is really, truly something that very few businesses and markets have been exposed to. But, but what I love about it so much is it's one of these rare cases – where it simultaneously benefits the consumer and the merchant at the same time. Merchants make more money, and consumers get a better fit solution for their particular situation, rather than the one-size-fits-all solution that you know most companies try to jam down people's throats. This is the thing that I sell, and I'm going to try to make it fit for you. So by, right. after having that sort of realization we decided, well, let's get this in as many people's hands as possible, and let's change. We have an opportunity to change our industry for the better. And so we actually have a, a book that comes out this year that uh, already has been generating a significant amount of interest, and we actually reveal everything, the entire formula that we use in market after market, soup to nuts, from start to finish, that just gives it all away. And when I say give it all away, originally we intended, and I'll be fully honest about this, we intended on writing a book to be basically a sales letter for our business, right? To get people excited about mm -hmm. the possibility of working with us. And, and then I scrapped the whole thing, started from scratch, and we said, you know what? We want to make this available to the masses. We want to just give it all away because we truly believe this is one of these approaches that can change the face of what we do and change people's lives. So, um, and that's been our big focus for the past year is, is, uh, is putting that, um, that all together. And uh, we, we fully expect that the book will be a bestseller. It already is based on pre-release copies that have been sold. And um, we're really excited about getting it in as many people's hands as possible. And I know it's something that we didn't discuss on the call, but if it's something that you think your audience might be interested in, I'd love to just gift uh, a few copies to your audience with you know, physical copies, no money required, no upsells, no credit card or anything, um, just as a, as a gift for your listeners that you know, if they think that this is something that they might apply in their business. Absolutely. You are awesome. We love it when people bring gifts. You get extra <laughs> points for that. It's, uh, it's Christmas after Christmas, right? Play, uh, it's fun. It's, yeah. I have more fun playing Santa Claus than receiving gifts. So uh, it's really, it really comes down to <laughs> me being selfish and, and, and wanting to play Santa Claus. So. Well, before anybody can get their hands on that book, you mind if I ask a couple more questions? 
above that. All right. So, uh, and Jack, I want to get one in there that, too. <laughs> okay. Well, you go first because mine might might take a minute. I don't know. You go ahead. <clears throat> well, I was just trying to connect with you when we didn't have you at the beginning of the show, and I went over to your Facebook profile trying to find a way to connect with you there. And I happened to notice one of our mutual friends, a guy by the name of Tom Bell. Years okay. ago, when I was still brokering joint ventures for people, I had actually become Tom's affiliate manager on a program that he called Gateway Magic. Did you Were you around back when Tom was launching Gateway Magic? I remember Gateway Magic. It's not something – I was not – heavily involved in the affiliate world at that time. <clears throat> so it's something that was like kind of there, but wasn't front and center on my radar. It was the only tool I have ever seen that could automate some of what you're talking about here with funnels and surveys. It was a way for people to create opt-in pages that not only asked for name, email address, telephone number, but it could ask a series of survey questions. So you would ask something like, uh, if you got $25,000 from the U.S. government, how would you use it? I'd buy a house, I'd pay off my bills, I'd send my kids to college. And the answer would then trigger a customized sales page based on whatever they chose to answer. We had people using it. We had 500 users for about two and a half or three years until Tom decided to close the business because he was having a hard time keeping the thing working properly at all times. And every single one of the members that really applied it and used it got anywhere between a 500% improvement in conversion and an over 3,000% improvement in conversion. And it was really big for me understanding why that was happening routinely. I don't remember us ever having anybody with less than a 500% improvement in conversion. Not ever. If they really used the system the way that it was designed. Because it's based on the psychology of how people work and how people think. Since then, I have been looking for any tool that could make it easy to automate. Is there one? I can't find one. <laughs> the, the answer is yes. So um, there are a couple options, and I'll walk you through exactly what we use because that's probably the best indicator of what I believe in. So Please take notes, Jack. <laughs> we, we were in your exact situation. <laughs> I'm recording so this. <laughs> excellent. So we've been using this. We've been doing this for, for years as well, and same thing. Um, there was really no good option out there that did exactly what we wanted to do. And we've done a combination. We have a development team. We've done a combination of custom coding things up. Um, but eventually, because we kept doing the same approach in market after market, we developed an internal tool, an internal piece of software that enabled us to bang these out really quickly. And so last year, we took that tool to market and started making it available to users. And it's I would call it an extended beta release in the sense that it's the, the software is fully functional. We have a, actually a few thousand paid members in the software, but they're members who have gone through one of our training programs. If you want to get access to the software without going through one of our training programs, you can do so 
there's just no big fancy sales page selling people on the product because people come through our world or they're private clients that we implement this for in their business. The URL that you go to to get access to the software is called surveyfunnelsoftware.com. And that's going to just take you to a, a basic page that walks you through how to get access to the tool. But that's, the tool does exactly what you're describing. And it actually um, it might do some things that may or may not have been available um, in the tool you're describing from a couple years ago. Like, for example, one of the things that the tool does, which is pretty cool, is when you ask a series of questions in a survey, so the example you gave is great, but if you ask a series of questions that you want to have in multiple steps, you can actually refer to a person's previous response in the question and take people down different logic paths. So, for example, in your question, if someone said, if you had an extra $25,000 to invest, where would you spend it? Would you pay back? Uh, you know, overdue taxes, or would you invest it in your child's education? If they say child's education, well, the next question might be something like, people who say they want to invest in their child's education tend to be at one of several life stages right now. Which, would the, which of the following best describes your family situation? And it might be something like, um, I'm, putting, I, I've, uh, I'm in the middle of putting uh, multiple children through college, I'm about to put my first child through college. I've, I'm almost done putting my children through college, and I have just one left. You know, so that question is only appropriate for the education when it wouldn't be appropriate for the person who says they want to you know, pay off their mortgage or, or pay, pay off back taxes. And then what's cool is you then can capture that data and plug it into whatever follow-up email follow-up system that you might use, like Infusionsoft or Aweber or Entreport or whatever that you use. And the software that I just described is, uh, is platform agnostic, meaning it doesn't matter what you use as your email follow-up system. It integrates with everything. So wow. hopefully, if nothing else, that'll give you what <laughs> you the tool that you want to uh, to actually implement this in your business. I just, I just texted you. Dina while you were talking. Uh, uh, I, I had to know. I'm like, uh, did you know? Uh, you know, some of you guys listening understand radio, right, and interviews and things like that. So sometimes people will come with pre-selected questions they'd like us to ask them. There was no such list today. And then I thought, <laughs> well, maybe they ta maybe these two talked about it beforehand when, when uh, we were trying to get Ryan connected to the show. And so I asked Gina, did you know he had this solution and you're asking to get it out there so everybody knows about it, or are you really asking? And she just wrote back, I was just really asking. That's <laughs> incredible. Do you know of any kind of software? And then there you go. And totally well, I, organic, I, not I, set up. That I, was awesome. I, it couldn't, couldn't have been, uh, the question couldn't have been better asked. But what I love about this is um, the lesson here for me is the more things change, the more they stay the same. And I think right. as marketers, especially online, we get so fixed, and I'm just as guilty as everybody on this call listening to this and, and all of us here, we get so fixated on that next shiny object. We get so fixated on this next click arbitrage opportunity to do this and that between Facebook and whatever that we lose track sometimes of the fundamentals that just work. Yes. And the reason why the approach that you just described you know, is so powerful is because this is how we naturally operate offline. 
for some reason, when we go from offline to online, it's like we lose our heads. And I'll give you an example of what I mean by that. In our memory business, for example, if we struggled in that business uh, when we first were getting it off the ground. This is about 2008, 2009. And we struggled in that business because I was modeling what everybody else was doing in the market, which was, you know, everything you need to know to improve your memory in, you know, as little time as possible. And everybody was taking that sort of same approach. And it didn't really work. Our numbers were terrible. And when I took a step back to try to, you know, look at what was going on, I asked myself, I said, if someone approached me in the real world, if a human being walked up to me and said, hey, Ryan, I hear you help people with this memory thing, uh, what do you recommend for me? The last thing that I would do was immediately jump into some sales pitch and say, well, you know what? I have the perfect solution for you. I know exactly what you need to do. It's blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. No. What I would do is what? I would ask. I would ask people questions. In fact, that's the title of our book. One word. Ask. Now, there's a big, long subtitle behind it, but for some reason online, people don't take this approach. I would ask people in this scenario, I'd say, well, let me ask you a few questions. If you tell me a little bit about your situation, what you're looking for help with specifically, and what you're struggling with, with that information, I can probably point you in the right direction. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions? See how different that approach is and how natural it is offline? Well, what we're talking about here is just replicating that offline process and doing it online. And hopefully, as you've heard me sort of articulate that example, you can see this is something that's universal. It applies in virtually any market, and it's something that stands the test of time because this is how we communicate as human beings. The only question is, like we were just talking about, is what's the technology or software that enables you to implement this marketing strategy? Brilliant. Uh, I love the human nature market. You don't have to learn anything new. Do you know if Tom Bell is actually using SurveyFunnel software right now? I don't know. (laughs) I probably should know, but I don't know. Um, If you reach out to Tom, I would be very curious. And I know we're connected on Facebook. I will be honest. Tom and I are not... Um, we're not going to lunch together every single week, so I'm not as uh, up to speed on what he's doing in his world as I probably should. Um, well, but I'm I would not be very up to curious. date on How what he's you? doing either. <laughs> I'm not up to date on what he's doing either, but because I saw him on your Facebook, I clicked over to check out what he's up to on Facebook. Go look okay. at his last post. It was posted 21 hours ago. And okay. in it, he's saying, I just put something up. It's going to change the future of sales funnels forever, and what it looks like he's using is your software. I can't tell for sure, but I bet you any money he is. Okay, and what The way things have been going today, I wouldn't wouldn't, uh, bet against it. (laughs) And his, I'm looking to see, what is, uh, I have a couple Tom Bells that are Thomas dot Bell, Thomas dot Bell dot seven nine eight Thomas.bell.7982. Let's see what we got. Um, okay. A bunch and, of today. And, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's uh, for Marketing Pals, possibly the link to the future sales funnels. Um, let's see. 
interesting. This is not my software, but it is um, it is very so he's using a another software that's called Typeform, um, okay. which is it it's um, put it this way it's it's a different way to achieve the same goal. It's a different way to achieve the same goal, and here's what I love about this. The software that we use, the one that I articulated, is just one technology option. I love the fact that there's innovation that's going on in this area right now. So his yeah. approach is actually slightly different, and I'll give you like a nuanced difference. What we found to work is an approach where you only expose people to one question per screen at a time, and each question is a multiple choice question. What he's showing in his example is uh, a series of questions all on the same page in a kind of attractive way. Um, what's cool about this is it's, it, and I don't think either one is better than the other, they're just different, and it's really a case of which works better in which circumstance or which situation. The principles are the same. The principles are the same. It's sort of like um, direct response copy, Right. If you use the ADA formula, yep. uh, attention, interest, desire, action. <clears throat> well, is that you know should that be a written sales letter? Should that be a video sales letter? Should it be a live action video? Should it be a doodle video? Well, if you're applying the principles, the actual implementation, the medium, the the final product can take different uh, shapes and forms. And so what Tom is doing is really a variation on the same theme of what we're talking about, which I think is really cool. Uh, I think it's really, really cool because, you know, innovation in this area, again, it is really truly one of these areas where everybody benefits, the consumer and the merchant. So I love the fact that people are moving in this direction. So I'm going to take a, a closer look at what Tom is up to, and I, I appreciate uh, bringing, that, uh, bringing that to my attention. Well, I just reached out to Jan and said, Jan, we've got to get Tom Bell on the show too. Maybe we can get you and Tom both back together on the same show. Cool. Wouldn't that be cool, Ryan? That that'd be cool. And now, now that I figured <clears throat> out how to actually get on, uh, there isn't going to be seven <laughs> minutes of dead air time this time. But but hopefully, what we're talking about here makes up for uh, uh, kind of starting a little bit late. Because I, I mean, I'm super passionate about this, and I think this is one of these things that every you know what I love about this is every time that we get into this topic with. Uh, you know, if I'm on a on a show or if I'm just having a discussion with someone in person, there's always bits and pieces that are filling in, and this is one of these new bits. So um, I'd love to, um, you know, share. Uh, I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that. Well, I've already signed up for Survey Funnel software for DU. People will be able to see us actually starting to use it here in the very near future. I have been looking for something that will make this easy to implement for years, not not just like a short time, for years. Off and on, I get really gung-ho about it again, and you just happen to show up in our lives literally in the weeks that we're <laughs> looking for this. Right, Jack? Yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah, absolutely. This is beautiful. I can't, can't ask things to work out any better than that. So that's, that's fantastic. So, Jack, I know well, you said you have had a, a few questions. Yes, and I am not letting you go until I get an answer. Uh, one thing that stuck out, okay, so when we go back to the uh, the health survey, the hormones yep. and the, you know, yep. all of that, I want to know what the opening salvo is from you guys. What? Why is somebody landing on that page? What kind of conversation, what mode uh, did you use to get 
them interested in making that click? Or predominantly, or maybe you have a few examples. Yeah, so it's um, what's, what's great about this is this is one of the only ways I've, I've been able to uh, scale campaigns across wide swaths of traffic. So let me give you a sense for what I mean when I say scale. So some people are going to hear this number and they're going to say, that's a really big number. And there might be some people on the call that are going to say, well, that's not really that big of a deal. Um, we have markets um, during peak season where we will generate upwards of 10,000 leads per day in a single campaign with the way that we're able to scale these types of numbers. And as far as traffic sources, we're able to scale to anything from Google AdWords, and that's both search and display, so the GDN, the Google Display Network, Facebook traffic, native advertising platforms like Taboola. We're able to scale this to video advertising. We do a lot with remarketing. In some markets, we're even able to scale this to LinkedIn. Um, we're able to scale this to uh, uh, SEO traffic, so traditional search engine optimized uh, traffic. We do a lot with uh, display advertising. Uh, we do some with PPV advertising, pay-per-view or cost-per-view advertising. So there's really no traffic source that we've explored that we haven't been able to make this work with, which is, which is really exciting. It gives you the opportunity to scale. So now, Jack, to answer your direct question about what's the appeal, how are we getting people to actually enter into our world, well, there are a couple things going on. So one appeal is, uh, for example, um, you know, having something that's somewhat provocative. Um, so um, that would be a combination of copy and imagery in an ad, in a display ad, for example. Um, but it could be something as simple as uh, you know, looking, looking to lose weight, have you, you know, looking to lose weight, question mark. Well, have you ever been told what your, quote, weight loss type is and what that means for your body? Click here to find out your weight loss type now, free. So we create a bit of intrigue around this concept. And we, well, first we call out the person that this is appropriate for, so someone looking to lose weight. And then we create a little bit of intrigue around this concept that they may or may not be familiar with. And then from there, we carry people through, uh, uh, you know, into our landing page and, and everything that we just described. So that would be an example. Um, another example, like for example, where I mentioned we're in the tennis market. In the tennis market, mm -hmm. we have a, a number of different funnels in that market. So tennis instruction. So one there might be, uh, uh, um, does your you know does your tennis serve suck? Are you making one of these? seven quote-unquote serve killers that absolutely kill your ability to serve with power. Click here to find out your number one serve killer today. So that's a different angle, and that's related okay. to the tennis serve. So there are a number of different appeals depending on the market, depending on the situation that you're in. And I give these examples, uh, in, in some cases against my own best interest, because um, these, uh, the, the, our business model is we you know, we obviously, we, well, maybe it's not obvious, we generate revenue based on these campaigns that we run. So, um, uh, but in other ways, I'm, we also teach this, and I really want to make this something that everybody listening to this now can see how they might use it in their business. So those are a few examples that, um, that come to mind. Awesome. Thank you for that. that. That's something that's also near and dear to DU's heart as well because we're, uh, talking a lot this month with our students about service. And you lead in your copy with a, a, 
with service, it seems to yep. me. You know, find out yep. something about yourself. We've done something really neat that you should check out because you're interested in this. Or if you are, we're going to help you out. It, it comes from a serving standpoint, even though it's pure marketing and it's totally for, you know, you got to get the numbers, you got to sell product, you got to do all of that stuff. But you've figured out what we've figured out, <laughs> which right. is, you know, service. You know, people will act in their own self-interest, and uh, they really love it when somebody puts the megaphone down and just starts talking to them. And uh, yep. and what great examples you have. I can I can picture the ads because I think I've seen some of them before. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> you that's probably pretty have. awesome. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. the, the How thing I always them, remind right? people – yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely. You know, the the thing I always, uh, the question I always ask people is like, let's take the tennis market for example. Um, in the tennis market, what is, uh, you know, what's the market's favorite subject? What's the fa- fa- their favorite subject in the tennis market? And I asked this question. I just did a talk uh, yesterday, or actually a couple days ago, at um, at Jeff Walker's event where I was sharing some of these insights. And um, I asked a question in the crowd, and I asked them to pick any business, and we have someone picked a financial planning market. I said, what's, what's in your market, what are, what's people's favorite topic? And people were throwing out ideas, uh, you know, planning for retirement, having more money, investing, how to diversify, and the list went on. And I said, those are all great answers, but they're not quite correct. The answer is themselves. It does not matter what market you operate in. Their favorite topic isn't concealed weapons, isn't tennis, isn't losing weight. Their favorite market is themselves. We are our own favorite topic. And when you can frame something and appeal to a prospect's self-interest in the way that we're just describing, and you can make it truly all about them and finding out something about themselves, if you're able to do that, and you're able to identify something, teach them something they didn't know about themselves, then everything, all the other dominoes fall into place. But it starts with exactly what you're saying. It starts with service, and it starts with appealing to your prospects. What I describe as appealing to your prospects' self-interest or sense of self-discovery. Awesome. Well, I love that. We uh, we are right at the top of the hour, or just before, and. I wanted to uh, shed some light on where people can get more. I know people are chomping at the bit. Either they're listening live and they're chomping at the bit or they're listening to the replay and they want to know how they can get a hold of you, get into your funnel, your sphere of influence, because you really drop some good stuff without anybody ever having to pay. or, And that's just wonderful. And people are always looking for genuine people like you, as you know. And I have a, I have surveyfunnelformula.com. Is that the best way that people can get into your world I'll, I'll give a different url we we talked about the book okay. and i honestly think the book is the best place to start a because it's at a much lower price point um and b because i think for many people it's going to give you both the story of how this formula came about so it seems like this is perfected and it just kind of descended from up above there's a lot of process that went into this and a lot of mistakes, a lot of failures that led to coming up with this. And that story is important. And more, more importantly is the detailed methodology, not just how did this come about, but how do you implement this? And so what I'd like to do, if it's okay, is I'd like to, let's say we will set aside, uh, call it 100 copies for your listeners, 
If you go to askformula.com forward slash free, F-R-E-E, all lowercase, and you enter the coupon code ASK2015, A-S-K-2015, and if you enter that coupon before the end of this month, you will get the physical book delivered to you 100% free, no credit card required, no upsells, and even better, when you do it today, you'll also get access to a digital excerpt that you can begin reading immediately. If you wait till after the month, then we'll still make a deal available, but the coupon code won't be 100% free. So if you do it in the next couple days, then you'll be able to get access to 100% free physical copy on me. Uh, I'll I'll cover your shipping, and I'll cover the cost of the book, and I'll ship it to you. And like I said, really, at this point in my career, what's more important to me is, is creating this movement to get this concept in this book in as many people's hands as possible. And I have this vision that, I don't know if it's five years from now, if it's ten years from now, but what we're describing is going to be commonplace, where maybe eight or nine out of ten websites uses this approach, and we're all better off as a result both as consumers and as business owners. So one last time, the URL, askformula.com, A-S-K, formula.com forward slash free. Enter your name and email, and when you're asked to check out, you'll notice that the book sells for $24.95. But if you enter the coupon code, capital A, capital S, capital K, 2015, it'll take the price of the book down to zero, and you'll receive a free copy as soon as the book is released in March of 2015. And that's the best wow. way to kind of learn wow, more man. about this. And <clears throat> well, Ryan, when you're Thank ready you. to do your launch, you let us know. We are on board for whatever. Cool. Cool. I super appreciate that. And, and again, I apologize for the technical issues and, 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 uh, uh, and having some trouble at the beginning, but uh, it's been an honor and a privilege to share this both with you and, and your audience, and I hope it was uh, of benefit, and I'd love to come back and do something else in the future. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Ryan. And we'll have – reach out to Jan and get our contact info directly. We sure. definitely want to play from a, from here forward, maybe even talk about bringing you into our faculty. Our students need this stuff so badly. I know enough to be dangerous about it because of my work with Tom Bell, but mm -hmm. to have someone with your knowledge, your experience, there to teach them about the power of this would just be huge. So we'll definitely be talking in the future. I love it. I love it. That sounds great. Jack, thanks so much, great both of you. Today. And <laughs> yeah. It was a weird yeah, show. Man, I think we have ghosts in this show or something. There was some... There were about five moments that were very improbable. And then the content, of course, thank you so much, Ryan. Awesome. Awesome. My pleasure. Jack and I will be back same time, same place next week with another episode of Traffic Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. Have a great week, everybody. And make sure you go grab your chapter of the book, your copy of the book as a gift from Ryan. I know I just got mine. See you guys next week. Join us Tuesday at noon Eastern for the next episode of Traffic Masters, from traffic to conversion to business success.